welcome to episode 115 of my podcast, The View from the Crow's Nest. It is Monday the 28th of September 2020 and I hope you are doing fantastically well. So, the continuation, we are in packing mode um, because there might be a second lockdown in this region of Italy, Campania, and it might be starting this week and we were planning to move to the Calabria region of Italy to a place called Castrovillery and we are bringing forward our plans only by a few weeks, but um, we kind of galvanised into action because we don't want to get caught by a lockdown and not be able to move for another bunch of months again because that's what kept us in Ischia these past six months anyway. Um, so then there's that kind of realisation that packing is a ball ache and um, we're this time around we're kind of bringing everything and we're even shipping everything from the UK that we have in storage and turning Castrovillery into a bit more of a permanent base um, because we feel that we really need an environment for us and the kids, which is basically home. Um, so what that means is more, you know, that would be lovely, but it also means more effort and more hassle because you've got to organise everything and more cost as well, which is not an ideal time for it because we just also realised we've got the car insurance to pay next month along with transportation of our stuff from the UK, so that'll be together that'll be about two grand uh, which we do not have so I'm not quite sure how that's going to work out but um, that's the fun of the fair um, so yeah so packing mode um, and just getting stuff getting stuff ready mode um, so yeah the, the the irony of course is that while you're spending time and money getting all that sorted one is not spending time or money um, trying to bring in more money. So Audience Ninja, you know, the guys are doing the tasks that are, there, that are there, but I'm not necessarily doing a particularly good job of trying to find or get more business because I don't have the time to do it yet. World Schooling Hub, which is another potential revenue stream, um, that's still got to be in hibernation for another few weeks till we can move forward on that and get this out of the way. So, and, and other things, and my own art, I've continued to make some... Um, little changes to my social media accounts which you probably haven't seen because there's only like four or five of you that are listening to this um, so you probably haven't seen it but um, I am um, as of yesterday simplifying everything I'm really trying to simplify stuff if I can't hold the um, the reason and the plan and the marketing and all of that in my in a, in a very quick kind of couple of sentences then it's too complex so I'm trying to simplify stuff so for for example, my um, photography is going to go on my Instagram channel. There you go. Instagram is for photography. And not only that, but at the moment, I think I've left about nine or 12 photos on, on my Instagram. And what I'll do is I'll put up a new photo to a schedule. I don't know the schedule yet, but it'll maybe be every two weeks, um, something like that, maybe one a week. And then whichever is the least, you know, the least performing photo out of them I'll remove that and keep the other one so there's always kind of only about 12 in there I don't know if I'll definitely do that but I like the idea of keeping it quite simple and then having on my website a portfolio which has got all the images that I've done and in also one of my kind of new focuses again this is stuff that I've known for time I've talked about before but I haven't done is unless there's a um, basically a campaign reason for doing something or a you know product reason then don't do it but if there is then get it to be a product as soon as possible so what I mean by that is I'm not just going to put photos up for the sake of having pretty photos I'll put photos up um, that 
you can buy as prints or as canvases or what have you. Um, whether or not I start selling them, I don't know. But the point is that they need, you know, there needs to be a reason for it because I just don't have time to spend kind of just having fun and putting stuff up if it's not leading anywhere because I don't have time, you know, I've got to, got to get things moving, got to get things done. So um, it also keeps one focused because if you're thinking there needs to be a bit of a commercial reason or a campaign reason for doing something, then, um, you know, that that means you could ask questions before you spend the time working on it and whatnot. And to that end, a couple of days ago, I started reading a book called Profit First, maybe even just yesterday. And um, I'm about 50% of the way through the book. And the first whatever can be summed up pretty succinctly by saying uh, to follow on from earlier ideas from other people pay yourself first or pay profit first so what it means by that is you know you get let's say you get your um you know your your monthly pay-in or what have you if you're an employee it's slightly different because actually in an employee this is one of the arguments to have in your own business as an employee you don't pay yourself first because taxes and all of that stuff is taken out of your paycheck before it gets to you and then you get your paycheck um, but the principle from then on would be before paying your household bills or this, that, the other, you would set aside a portion for yourself, which would be maybe to put into investments or what have you. And then out of what's left, you'd pay your bills and everything else. And if you don't have enough to pay your bills out of what's left, then you need to drop your, you know, your living costs. Because what most people do, and I've been guilty of this too, and we all seem to do it, is whatever money you've got coming in, you tend to spend up to that money, almost to the pound or the penny, you know. And... Um, then you find out that you haven't actually been investing or building wealth. You've just been money in, money out, money in, money out. And that's probably because you're spending it on, um, you know, on you're not putting it into a more long-term thing like investing or profit for the business or what have you. You're putting it into just, I don't know, going for, out for dinner or something like that, which basically expenses to one degree. And um, as a consequence, when you pay all your bills and then you're like, now what can I put to my holiday fund or what can I put to... You don't have anything less left so you don't do it whereas if you go the opposite and you put things into investments and funds and whatnot up front into profit and all of that and rainy day funds and all of that stuff then you spend what's left that's effectively profit first in a bit of a nutshell and he's got a bit more in this book he's got a bit more of an accounting idea um, which I quite like you know the money comes in from um, payments from clients or whatever and you immediately split it out into um, or actually I think twice a month you split out all inbound payments into three or four, uh, four pots one tax maybe 15% goes straight to the tax pot 15% goes to uh, your own salary maybe um, uh, I don't know, can't remember what it was 25% I think goes to um, profit the profit pot for the company which then pays dividends every quarter and um, but you only take 50% of the profit pot to pay out as dividends. The other 50% you leave in as cash for the company. And I think 45% or 50% or whatever's left is uh, expenses for the business. So you put those in different accounts and that's how you'd account for it. Um, which is all interesting, good ideas. And uh, I'll try them and I'll have a look into them, see how they can work. Though of course, you need money coming in really to make them work. Um, but the principle is look to build profit or you know, wealth or whatever you want to call it first and then pay everything else afterwards. But there was something else he did very quickly in a one chapter about to-do lists. And I really like this. Um, maybe you'll find this useful. I don't know, especially in business. Um, he said he's got this tagging 
for his to-do lists and he makes sure that or his task list that any employee in any business he's worked with or consults everybody should be doing this and then it's prioritizing but not through high medium low or anything like that but he puts a dollar sign by any task that will bring in revenue within 60 days then he has a um, smiley face that he puts by any task that will make a customer happy and the third one and the last one he's got is an infinity symbol which he puts against any task that is building a system that will run that will kind of uh, you know run itself kind of thing so building systems for the business that make more efficiencies and whatnot so it's a long-term thing for the business and some tasks and have two or even three of those against them and then you prioritize what you're doing by looking basically at the task symbols and the ideal task to do first is one that's got all three of them and then the second most ideal one i think is money and smiley face uh, smiley face because if a customer is happy um then they retain as business and word of mouth and that kind of thing i think it's like the best marketing i think he was saying it's the best marketing you can have probably true um and then it goes on down the list you know three is best then two you want i think money and smiley face and then i think it's money and systems and then smiley face and systems i think and then it's down one which is money and then smiley face i think and then systems can't remember exactly but i like this idea of prioritizing tasks based on this idea uh, particularly profit first i.e prioritize the tasks that bring in money within the next 60 days and that's something which I've got such a, a wide gamut of projects and therefore tasks related to those projects and I'm trying to um, disperse them to the audience ninja team um, and whatnot and actually this will give me a barometer that that I can do sort of oranges for oranges you know across the whole lot because I can look at them all and say okay doesn't matter which project it is for will this bring in revenue in the next 60 days mark it up if it does then that should go towards the top of the priorities list and I, I like that approach whether it turns out to be a really effective approach I don't know I'm going to try it and see what happens but um yeah halfway in the book and that that definitely I, I dig so we'll see how that works but in the short term everything is just about getting ourselves sorted for moving to Castrovillery and of course <laughs> is being Italy and this being the last month or so when we just had admin tasks after admin tasks from my Italian exam to residency cards. I've got to change my driver's license. We're trying to work out how that works, blah, blah, blah. Of course, you can't get a straight answer from anybody. Everything is arse over tip the way you've got to do it. Um, we can't even get a quote for moving some furniture from here or some boxes and a couch from here to Castrovillery. But the best one, the best one, the one, another one came up today. So we spent probably a couple of hours on the phone to um the internet and the gas and electric companies we took new we took um last week i think we took uh um two weeks ago whatever we took new company to supply internet because there's no internet in castrovillery so we're getting that plumbed in and gas and electric and long story short today seems on the phone to me saying well it's a bit weird because our system say it's been activated gas and electric it's like we were told that an engineer an engineer would be in touch to talk about sorting out the gas Oh no, they sorted it on Tuesday. On the, you know, they came around on the twentieth or something. It's like, well, no one actually told us, and apparently they sorted it. And then we found out today, actually no, because my father-in-law visited the place, and there's no gas and there's no electric. So it's almost like your national electricity company saying, yeah, we connected it. You're fine. Go ahead. And then you're like, but there is no gas electric. Oh well, our system says there is, and then you call them again and no one answers. Oh, 
So it's just, it's just getting anything done here. It's such a ball ache, man. It really is, and no one's accountable for anything. Anyway, my whinge over. So we've got all of this stuff to sort out and blah de blah de blah. Um, which means that, again, creative projects, once again, get dished to the side. Business gets dished to the side. And, um, you know, we can't really afford that. So that's the view from the crow's nest. That's, that's all I've got. Um, who knows what tomorrow will bring? Tomorrow's another wonderful day. So um, let's, let's find out. Um, if you're about on Twitter, find out what's on your day. Let me know. At Romeo Crow. Say what's up. Tell me, tell me, tell me. And also... Did you know that with I record this podcast on Anchor, on the Anchor app, and um, if you're listening to it on Anchor, or even if you're listening to it through the Anchor app, I believe you can send like a basically like a voicemail, um, and then I can, if you wish me to, or if it's if it's suitable or whatnot, I can include it within my podcast, which is quite funky. So if you want to give me feedback or ask a question, oh, that'd be really cool, asking a question or anything like that, you can drop the message through the Anchor app and then I can include it, which is really cool. But since there's only four or five people listening to this, I doubt that um, you know, the percentages aren't on my side for anybody doing that. But if you wish to, that'd be super cool. Anyhow, that's it. That's all I've got. I will speak to you tomorrow. See what's up by then. Take care of yourselves. Uh, bye.